Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA Podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we have the privilege of looking forward to another Ulster Junior Championship final as Drumlane have made it to the Provincial Decider where they'll take on the Tyrone Champions, Stewartstown. Uh, later on in the show, we'll hear from the Drumlane captain, Ryan Connolly. But first of all, I'm delighted to be joined by the sports editor of the anglo Celt, Paul Fitzpatrick, to look ahead to the action. And again, Paul, great to be coming into December and Cavan clubs still flying high in Ulster. Yeah, it gives us something to, to cover. Like if if, if uh, Castoran and Tremaine had been beaten in Ulster, we wouldn't have as big a games to cover this weekend in in Clonus and Crossmundane and places like mm. that. So it's, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. And and Tremaine have done it the hard way. Like trying to look back on it, it's very hard to pick up going back deep into the competition. But it is very very hard to win any of these provincial competitions, um, whether it be junior, intermediate, or senior, coming from a preliminary round. Um, so they, they, and not only that, beating Derry champions, beating your Monaghan champions, um, you know they're definitely Monaghan are very, they're the strongest performing county in this junior uh, grade in Ulster since the the inception of the competition in two thousand and one. Yeah, followed by Tyrone. So uh, they definitely they definitely have to do it the hard way. Like last year, um, Drumlane didn't have to come through Monaghan or Tyrone. Or sorry, then I should say didn't have to go through Monaghan or Tyrone. They beat Antrim, Derry, and Donegal uh, yeah. to win their title. So it's unusual to get to get a run last year and avoid those two big heavyweights. Not that they took away from from then success, but there's no doubt that Monaghan are are the best in it. And Tyrone are not far off off them either. Like, Tyrone have won it, I think, six times. Um, interestingly, Tyrone have been in five All Ireland finals, which is typical. The cocky Tyrone Hours to get out of Ulster, <laughs> and they fully believe that they can go on and. And make an All Ireland final. I think they might have only won it once. But Stewartstown, who who uh, it's played, they were in an All Ireland final in this grade in two thousand and five. They they played Fanoog, which was Paul Galvin's team, uh, well beaten in that final. All right, but it just goes to show that that you know junior football is very strong in Tyrone, and it's not just like Cavan where it's become strong in recent years or become stronger. In, in Tyrone it's been strong really it's, I would say since the inception of this tournament anyway. yeah well Steelstown, or Stewartstown obviously um, winning the competition in 2004 that All-Ireland final was, was in March of 2005 um, but you know showing that and at that stage they were the first Tyrone team to win this competition um, but it was followed up very quickly by Greencastle uh, Rock and then up into Derry Trest uh, Rock won it again. Rock, Rock won it three times. Rock seemed to be in that uh, Ulster Club Junior every second year. I remember yeah. putting up a tweet about that one time. Every year you, you you look at the fixtures for that, and there's a good chance you're going to see the Rock in it. Yeah. Um, so looking looking ahead to the action, let's hear from the Drumlane captain Ryan Connolly. Okay, so we're talking here on on Tuesday, at twelve o'clock, a few days out from the Ulster final. Joined on the line by Ryan Connolly, captain of Drumlane. Um, first of all, congratulations, Ryan, on getting to the final. Last time I was talking to you, um, I think it was during the county championship, so things have moved on a good bit since that. 
Yeah, thank you. But um, yeah, we definitely probably at that stage. I think it was before the championship, and we definitely had any eyes on, on, on us to find at that stage. And probably a week later, after the first half game, we definitely wouldn't have had eyes on us. So, but sort of turned it around, and we're on a bit of a, a bit of momentum going now. So it's great, yeah. So you picked up an injury on Saturday. Maybe if you could give us an update about that. How how are you after that? Uh, oh, look, I'm not too bad. It's, it's sort of been known for having bad ankles and that. I'm just a bit of a collision. My man sort of fell on me, but um, I'm well used to having to get a turn around in short space time. So um, I'll be 100 for for Saturday. Yeah. Um, the the Newton Butler game. I suppose we were talking there off air, and you were saying it was nice to actually not be going down to the wire in the last couple of minutes and I know Kieran Crowe said the same after the game that if, you, if you're trying to dig out every game um, someday by law of averages you might get caught so did, did you expect it to be as one-sided as it was? Uh, no probably not it was one of those games that you don't you try to do your homework as much as you can and get videos and get talking class in different counties but you don't really know what you're up against until you go out there like um, probably a bit of both they probably were they probably weren't at the, at the level of great ban or clonus, but at the same time, kind of thought the way our training was going, that we were sort of coming to the body nicely. I thought that there was a performance like that in us, so um, it was very pleasing. We had good, very good spread of scores, like a couple of, couple of boys that maybe had been having quieter games than Ulster that really exploded on Saturday, and it allowed our options to work good going in this weekend. Uh, you mentioned there that you're well used to getting the getting the ankles right or whatever a short space of time. It, it is an extremely short run into a, to a provincial final, like only six days. It's not even Sunday; it's actually Saturday. So, um, do you think that that's going to be a challenge, or how are you how do you view this short run in? Uh, no, I, I, same for same for sure. Side, I think it's actually positive because, uh, like, it's Tuesday afternoon already. Like, uh, train tomorrow night. It probably doesn't give you much time to dwell on it. You know, it's, it's sort of just go back to work or go back to college and train and that whereas sometimes if you have two or three weeks maybe you know in our case people are, we've got a very young lads that maybe they might get caught up in the occasion they haven't really got caught up on any occasion that we've had so far but uh, look I'd, I'd say sure time sure time picked up a couple last weekend too so it's very much um, 50-50 for both teams So how are you enjoying the Ulster journey in general like I suppose it's it's unusual because you're playing against teams that you're kind of you don't know who you're playing until shortly before the game and you're not familiar with them from the out, from the outside whereas in Cavan like everyone knows everyone how are you, how are you enjoying that aspect of it? Uh, yeah it's, it's great like I suppose we're sort of lucky enough that we've been in the last two weeks and we're back in Clonus again um, sometimes it might be good to get around the province and get playing on different county grounds but there's lots to be said for being familiar with where we are but um, yeah it's a different sort of challenge as I said you can do as much homework as you want but it's not like you're playing Arf or you're playing Tishandra two or three times a year and you know their main lads and you know what they're good at. It's sort of a bit of a novelty to it that sense. It probably leads to probably just a more open game. There's, there's tactics to an extent, but nobody really knows each other. So you just go out and let fly and you sort of adjust as the game goes on and there's probably a wee bit less pressure in that the, your main objective for the year has been achieved. But... Um, uh, you still, still want to win those titles when you're in it, so we're yeah. really, really enjoying it, and we're really enjoying training and sort of get more and more weeks under our belt together as a group. So it's great. And do you feel that the, the team are improving as the thing goes on? Yeah, I think so. Like I think I made points some talking to the team and ourselves a couple weeks ago. You often hear it said county managers even saying it like the, the the teams that get 
more training together at the championship time of the year. I think it, I think it does stand to you, and I think you can see you can see lads improving and, and just getting more and more confidence from from this run. Like there's, you can go back as early as you want in the year and start gymming and training and running that. But I think it, you can't replicate playing championship matches week on week at the at the important time of the year and, and, and pulling through them every week. So um, I think it can only be a positive course going forward. Yeah. So. Um... Obviously, it's only a couple of days since you won your your uh, your quarterfinal or your semi-final. Have you got a chance to, to look much at, at Stewartstown? Is it hard to get your hands on videos of these teams, or, or like how do you go about uh, analysing a team like this? No, I suppose they they seem to have they seem to have their own version of cast stream up and thrown, so you could get games. Um, we got a couple of those two games. Um, to be honest, you look you look at one or two, but. Yeah, so we sort of leave that to the manager, Martin, and, and Kieran Keeney does the staff first and the video analysis and all that. And in fairness, every week they have it bang on and they show us what we need to see um, their positives and their weaknesses and that. And something instead of getting too caught up and watching five or six or seven games, it's just leave it to them boys and they show it to you in a 10 minute clip mm. on a Friday night or whatever. And it tends to be enough. Yeah, and, and from what you have gathered, like what sort of a team are they? Are they defensive or are they free scoring type team? I know they'll be very no, impressive. Yeah, the free scoring, like the the the, the top division three and thrown this year. I think they, they drew one game. I think they might have drew one of the championship games and won it after extra time. So uh, it seems to have been blowing teams out of the water. And the consensus in, in Ulster in general is that this is a strong Stewartstown team, and they probably have designs on winning on All Ireland. So um, they're putting up big scores. Like they seem to average 17, 18, 19 scores a game from what I can see. But at the same time, in the two Ulster games. I think they've conceded maybe six or seven scores at the max they've conceded so they're obviously strong at both ends they're, they're probably better, a better age profile I suppose for winning they seem to be mid to late 20 a lot of them um, sort of seasoned season footballers and that so um, that seems about as much as we know about them so far yeah but one way or the other we know that Jermaine are going to be prepared so um, we wish you the very best of luck Ryan thanks a million for, for talking to us here on Tuesday and uh um, with the help of God we'll be ch- talking to you after the game on Saturday and, and uh, you'll have the cup in your hands thanks Ryan Brady's Arva Limited main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years a family owned and family run business Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. First things first, I suppose, him coming off at halftime in the semi-final it was described as precautionary still looks like he's he's going to be okay to go yeah well he says there like he'd be 100% he said as he says he's known for having bad ankles and the fella just happened to fall on his ankle so I'd say they were fearing the worst but uh, yeah look in another game maybe he'd have been left on if he was mm. badly needed they probably yeah. felt they had enough and obviously they had Gary Tubman to come on there as well so yeah good news because like you don't want to be going in obviously without your captain but like Ryan Connolly's not just your captain he's your free taker He's your best player. He's your best forward, uh, and he's your captain. So, like, if you were to lose Ryan Connolly, it's not like losing an ordinary player. Like, he's a totemic figure in this Jermaine team. So, 
like he fills so many roles in the team. He also creates a lot too. Like and yeah, he links very well with Darrell Dolan. Like we saw that hand pass last week uh, that he gave. Just smart play. Like they have a great understanding. So look, we can put that to bed. Uh, I'm glad to hear Ryan Connolly say no. I'm fitting right around to go because he sometimes hear players and they leave it to oh it'll be a late fitness test and leave it to the last minute. Yeah, there's no need for that, Craig. Just, just if you're fit, call it and say. It. I think it's more bold and assertive, and it's like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm up for this. I'm ready for this. I have no excuses. I'm ready to go. And that's yeah. the message he's sending out to us for what that's worth, but also to his own lads. Well, let's just. Uh, I, I think it, it has two. It has a double effect either. I suppose then, if you're the stewards' time management, you're kind of going, oh, now he's saying that, but he mightn't show, <laughs> you know. But again, that's that's just the psychology of, of of management. I'm sure they'll be prepared for him playing, and and that's what they have to prepare for. Um, so it's it, it's an important one. But what Drumlin have shown in that semi final and throughout the competition, to be fair, is that they they do have depth in the squad, and and I think that depth is getting stronger and stronger as they go into this competition, and they're going to need the impact off the bench. They are going to need it, yeah. Look, I suppose that they have had one or two injuries, but they haven't had to cope with uh, the loss of Re- You're getting static there, David. Sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> this, this is the thing that, that can't be torn off on the phone. We're just going to keep going. Go for it. Yeah, he, they haven't had to cope with the loss of any any major important players, really, in, in Ulster. Now, Donald Monaghan missed a good bit of the county championship. Yeah. Like I was surprised to see Donald come back when, when I, as quickly as he did because when I saw him getting injured that day against Nopride up in Kilgarry, it was a pure sniper job. Like, yeah. And I thought that, that he's he's going to be gone for a good while. Mm. And then there was talk that Donald might be going to the States, but that's he's decided to stay around. Like he's he's absolutely pivotal. He's instrumental, and he's going to be instrumental at the weekend because it looks like by my reading on it that. Stewartstown have a, a marquee forward. Now, he, he plays, or he wears number 11, Dan Lowe. Um, he scored 1-6 in the, in the semi-final against Letterkenny. So, wonder, will it be Donald Monaghan that's, that's curtailed or, or trying to curtail his influence? Or will Mark Maguire step into centre-back position to try to curtail him? It's hard to know. I'm looking at a photograph of Dan Lowe. He looks like a big man. He's all there. Mm. Like he's he's uh, he, he looks like, like a... A big unit. I'd imagine that that um, Donald Mullen Donald is be the, the better man, mix. Man for the job there. He scored one six the last day. He he was interviewed here by Francie Mooney, who's um, GA reporter who covers Tyrone very closely. And in the Irish News, I was reading about it, and I was just reading the piece to read out some of the quotes from Dan Lowe. The headline's brilliant. The headline says "Low aiming high is brilliant." Lost their success. He, he says um, Dan Lowe is dreaming of shooting points at the spiritual home of Ulster football. No, it's a total, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's know. not Brefney. That's a typo. <laughs> the spiritual hope was when Stewartstown take on Jolene in the in the provincial club junior championship final. A one six haul from the, from the Harps has had decided to come for semi final victory. Blah blah. Any final you get to is great, but when it's an Ulster final, it's unreal. So we prepare well this week and hopefully give it a good shot. We have been now that's bland stuff, but it's possible to pick out a couple of insights. He says we have been working at pushing up, and thankfully we got the turnover and I managed to f- to find the net. It took us a while to get going and conditions were tough enough with the wind but we did get going we kicked on and got the wind. Uh, he talks about um, Garrett Devlin who scored six points. He's mm. one of a handful of survivors from that Ulster Junior Club winning team uh, which is 17 years ago. No way. Yeah. So he was 2004. And he's still good enough to score six points at this level. He said it's great to have Garrett he's so much experience he was there in 04 when they won it 
We have Anton and Kyle and Greg Kelly. It's brilliant to have those boys to push us on with all, with all that experience. Um, Lowe was a young supporter in 04, soaking up the atmosphere of a, of a memorable journey. So he talks about the six-day turnaround, which is something that we, we've been talking about. Um, there's a lot of typos in this article. It's actually worse than something I'd write. Uh, it, it's bonus territory and the pressure is off. That was the goal at the start of the year, to win the league and the championship, and thankfully we've done that. Now we're in bonus territory, and we'll give it a good rattle next again. I think that's very honest, and it echoes what Ryan Connolly said there as well, that you've achieved... The provincial campaign is unusual in that you're going into it having achieved your objective for the season. Mm. You know, so, but in I, most cases. In most cases, unless you're a Kilku, would say, or someone like that. That's it, or even, dare I say, Castle Rahan. Yeah, possibly so. Yeah, possibly so. Maybe, yeah. Although they, probably they just want to maybe get back to senior. But yeah, I, fair enough. Fair enough point. But um, I think that is the case in in a provincial junior and intermediate. Generally, that's the case until you get to a final, mm. and then you've got something to lose. Yeah, and the pressure's on then. And like we saw last year with then a lot of nerves on showing the first half last year. Like that's I had right. a bad feeling about that game last year because then dominated completely and utterly for about 20 minutes and yet might have been behind by a point or up by a point That's or something right, yeah. and they should have had it dead and buried now they went on to win it easily um, so I think we'll, I think we'll see a KG game in this final straight, definitely straight up I can't see a free flow and high scoring game in this final definitely not well if you look at uh, Stewartstown defensively they look quite strong like they only conceded a point in the first half against Letter Kenny and in Total against uh, Ticonacht in in Park Esler in the quarterfinal, they only can see five points. But yet they've scored quite well, 220 in the quarterfinal and 215 in the semi-final. Now they will be disappointed, I'm sure, with the two goals they let in against Letterkenny. But seven scores, five scores, it would say that they're, they they set up defensively, that, that, that they will have numbers back there. Um, but Drumlane have come up against that already. They've dealt with that. Um, so they should have... The ability to, to, to play whatever way Stewartstown played in front of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was something Martin Dunn referenced that, you know, they were going to go man to man the last day and maybe at the start it took a little bit of getting used to. But uh, it's interesting looking at the score lines in the Ulster Club Intermediate and Junior Finals just to get a handle on it because they're always played at this time of year, obviously. And I'm saying that I think this could be a bit more tense and possibly low score in winter football. But if you look at the score lines, last year Steelstown won the the Ulster Club Intermediate Final six points to four that's a yeah. massive outlier so the winning team these are the scores that the winning teams put up in this uh, in the Ulster Club Intermediate in the last ten years or so so six points uh, won it for Steel Stern 115 211 nine points 216 four one, which was a mad scoreline uh, that was 4-1 to seven points that game uh, Jesus Lockin Island against Rail Namara for Donegal I think that's um, I think that's Bundor uh, Warren Warren points scored one fourteen. True scored seventeen points. Cookstown scored three thirteen. Craig Ban scored six points. They won at six five. But though, like that's two low scoring games in ten years. Mm. Uh, looking at the Ulster Junior Club final, just to give us a bit of an indication here. Uh, then obviously scored three eight last year. Should have scored more. Like they, they were they were dominant. One eleven one eleven one nine one twelve after extra time. Three ten two twelve. One six two nine two five. So again, there's a mixed bag there in the junior. Like, yeah, but it's mostly know. like the lowest there 
is oh. well one six two five. I suppose yeah. they're slow enough, but no no team has won it without scoring a goal uh, since two thousand and ten. That was sorry. No team has won it without scoring a goal going back all the way to two thousand and four. Yeah, because I'm just looking at the winner side. Swallow on the winner side, but they actually lost that game. They cut off. Yeah. So, yeah, goals are going to be absolutely massive. And the last team to win it without scoring a goal was? Stuart Stone Harris. <laughs> it uh, doesn't happen too often. They won at nine points to 2 2, as you believe, back then. And the funny thing is, when you look at the losing side in these Ulster finals, only in the last 10 years, only one team has scored a goal and lost. So the rest of the time, there's been no goal scored for the, the losing side in these Ulster finals, at junior level anyway. Mm. So uh, Black Hill scored a goal, or sorry. Uh, no, Limavady scored a goal in 2018 and lost. But that's, a, that's a very striking stat there, really. isn't it? Very, very. So you got to get a goal. Yeah. Tremaine have to get a goal, yeah. at least one goal at the weekend. Yeah, at least one goal. So looking at Tremaine, would you say that's a team that that has goals in them? I, I'd say it has. I, I do think they're a team I could see. I think there's more goals in them than there is in Castellan, for example. I'd agree completely, and I think a very crucial part to them getting goals is Dara Dolan. Because he's the he's the fella I have in mind too. He's a goal getter himself, but he's also I was making the point. He's such a selfless player that he he's a goal creator. He can play at a hundred miles an hour with his head up, right to that last moment where it's okay. He's coming to me. I'm going to hold on to the ball. He's at me. I'm going to pass to the free man, and and that's crucial in getting goals. Is is creating that overlap, and he creates that overlap time and time again. So Michael Owens too can get goals. Just yeah. thinking of the games where I saw him uh, up close this year, he definitely got one against Shannon Gales down in Corla. He got one last week, didn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's on on two goals in the Ulster Championship. Ulster Championship. So he's he's a good two man to get a goal too. Yeah. Darren McGorn, we know <coughs> he can do anything on his day. Like he's yeah. got all the skills. So. Cormac Flynn. Uh, got goals in this championship so far yeah. as well so there's plenty of goals there's mm. plenty of goals in this Trimlane side like, I don't think that, that that's a worry for them um, even like looking into the championship three the last day uh, one in the in the quarter final and then one in the in the preliminary round so they've got a goal in every game in the championship so far and particularly the ones that will stand out are the one against Clonus and the one against Craig Bann because they were Defensively well organised teams. They were, they had to go out and play. I think the way they're going to have to play against Stewartstown. Did they put up? Did they put up a lot of goals against Manuja in the quarter final too, or was that a lot? They of did. Points? Yeah, there was a bit of a cricket score. That I think day they could have got four goals that day, did they? Yeah, possibly so. Yeah, so um, there's definitely plenty, plenty of goals in it. Um, so lo- looking at it though, where do you think the game's going to be won and lost? Or well, that's it. We've we've probably identified it there, like. Um, the team that gets a goal will probably win this one. Like, look, there's an element we're just probing in the dark here. We don't. Yeah. There's no point in us trying to bluff it too much about Stewart saying we don't know that terribly much about them. Haven't really been able to talk to too many people in their own either. Um, look, they're not. They're not a giant club that finds themselves marooned in junior. They're a club who, who have been in junior several times. Have yeah. won this a couple of times. Now they've gone up and won intermediate championships as well, and they did win a senior championship in the sixties. It's a small place. Uh, not too far from Cookstown on the shores of Loch Ness. It's just a rural country club, same as Drumlane. There's absolutely no reason why why Drumlane should be in any way overawed by mm. Stewartstown. I'd say they op- occupy a similar strata in terms of where they're at in their own county as well. Um, they're not a team either that, you know, is a junior team that has a, a Clifford or a whoever, you know, a Canavan or something. They don't have that. I think they're. I think it should be reasonably level pegging here. I think Drumlane should take a lot of confidence from the fact that they've 
they've shown they can win games everywhere uh, you it. want like they can come from behind and win the games they can they can lead out from the front they can win them comfortably they can they win them tight tight they can deal with a mass defence like they did against Drummond mm. they can they can play a ball like they did against Arva uh, you know I, I do think that the Drummond are a very versatile team that way they seem to be able to read what's in front of them and have the tools to go and, and dismantle what's in front of them as well, which is very important. Um, My concern, Damien, is it's Cavan against Tyrone. And there's enough scar tissue there in the in the, in the mind of the Cavan football man, I think, we, that species, if we're looking at it in an anthropological way, that, you know, when do we last beat Tyrone in Championship football? In any grade of football, it doesn't happen very often. Mm. Gary Tubman has experience hasn't he yeah he has yeah they, they beat them in the semi-final in minors in 2011 but the fact of the matter is we can remember that clearly yeah. that comes to mind because it was such an outlier that we actually met, went and beat them and so it would be it would be fantastic if Donald Monaghan would have beaten Tyrone County senior team wouldn't he would he have been on that Mechanic Cup winning with Matty McLean and I think he was he possibly was that was 2017 yeah he possibly was actually but you know, we're talking about we're really we're clutching. We're talking about a minor game in twenty eleven and a McKenna Cuff game in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't happen too often. We've a freakishly bad record against their own. So look, it has to start There's somewhere. Actually a lad on the bench who would have beaten them at minor club or minor league, Ulster Minor League, Ben Monaghan, but he would have been on that team, I think, that beat Tyrone up in Garvahi in the and league. Covid ruined that season. That's right, yeah. completely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, no, you're, it's, it is a valid point. It, it, it doesn't happen too but often. Someone has to show stopping this. I was just going to say yeah. that, and 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 I think Drumlin are the best prepared team to go and do this. Mm. I, I genuinely like there can't be any complacency. I think that's out the window. There's no there's no risk of that. Um, I don't think that there's there's a. A risk of getting caught, on, you know, on the occasion as well, because it comes around so quick. Six days, you don't get a chance to get hyped up for it and, and get blown away with all the conversations and everyone talking about the big occasion. And it's you literally have time to recover and get ready, and that's all you have. It's changing boots, really. That's all you're doing. So I think that 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 will feed into Drumlane not overanalyzing the opposition and who they are because. If, if you do and you start to think too much about Tyrone, then yeah, maybe it might be psychologically a, a disadvantage. But I think to match that psychological disadvantage, if there is one there, Clonus is a psychological advantage for Drumlane at this mm. stage. Third game of the year, third in a row in Clonus. Like, when they were going down to play Clonus in that quarterfinal, you're going, oh, this is a big disadvantage. It's now been flipped on its head that they've managed to have three games in a row there. I think that's huge. Mm. Oh, it ha- it has to be. It has to be like, and it it stood the den last year as well. That they had two games. They had two games in Tonus as well. Like, look if you can, if you can play ball in Tonus, you can play it anywhere. Like, it's it's a yeah. fantastic surface. Um, they were talking about that last week after the game as well. You were right about the the short turnaround. Like, I asked Ryan about that we, as we heard in the clip earlier, and he was kind of saying he thinks it's a positive as well. No, no time to dwell on it or get caught up in hype or anything like that. Although he did make the point that there were a lot of young lads in the panel and they haven't got caught up in any hype so far. Yeah, so it's a, it's a fascinating game this and look I'm delighted that they're playing at their own team to be honest because yeah, as a, the, the quote I always use is the old Kevin Heffernan one about an All-Ireland final where he beat Kerry he called that a double All-Ireland and, and any, any big championship final where you can beat, beat their own not that we know that much about it but I'd imagine it's going to, it would be all the sweeter now if Jeremy mm. can do this I'm just and again I'm thinking more uh, of more examples but a few of the St. Pat's boys would have beaten 
Tyrone teams, Tyrone yeah. schools teams. Well, they beat them in the final. Yeah, yeah. So there, there, there is, there is experience there, um, definitely amongst the amongst Cavan clubs and Cavan schools um, that that can go out and do this, can beat Tyrone teams along the way. So Drumlin will be uh, will be in prime position. Throw in at uh, quarter past one on Saturday afternoon. What do you think of that? What do you think of the timing of it? Now again, I I, I will say. I found out so basically the reason for the quick turnaround is that the winners of Ulster have to travel to Scotland for an All Ireland quarter final in two weeks' time. So that's that's essentially why they had to run the competition in so quick and, and, and make it a six day turnaround, which is understandable too, I suppose. The uh, they've got to get that going. But is is quarter past one on a Saturday a good time for an Ulster final? That's just not ideal, like but um so the winning team would be delighted they'll get out and have a bit of a party Saturday night like, yeah, and it'll yeah. be ideal for them and their supporters so ah, look I, I suppose we're not wedded to times anymore it, it, during Covid like it, it changed a lot and I think we saw like the Cavan played Antrim in the Ulster Championship match at 2 o'clock on a Saturday that sure. year and we just got on with it like so yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think yeah. it's probably not the worst time yeah yeah we'll see at this time of year because like no floodlights in Tonus, so yeah, you had you had to go. It's got to go. Got to be early. If there's extra time, like if, even you went for for put it back by an hour, and you've extra time, or maybe an injury delay or something, light will start to fade. Four o'clock. Yeah, you start to notice light going. So yeah. it is. It is what it is. It's it. I suppose, and and the fairest thing of all is that it it's the same for both sides. You know, so there's no um, there's no, there's no worry over it. Uh, one of the comments that was made to me was, <coughs> excuse me, that maybe. They should have gone with a break between the semi-final and the final instead of the quarter-final and semi-final. But I think that would have been to Drumlin's disadvantage, in fairness, because they'd have been after playing three weeks in a row at that stage. So um, is Drumlin's turnaround of six days from their preliminary round to their quarter-final, is that going to feed into to them as a positive? They know how to manage the situation. They know how to rest, uh, recover, rest and re-prepare yeah, look, it's it's hard to know. Like, and even when the game is over, we won't know. Was that the defining factor? Like, I think this was going to be all in the day. Um, Bookies fancy Stewartstown strongly. They're eleven to four on. Eleven to four. Yeah. Oh I'm my god. Surprised at that. Jermaine have have come through the Monaghan champions, which is always a good indicator in this competition. And they've done everything asked them. They played the Clonus in their in their home pitch. And Tremaine, without even playing that well, were still good enough to, to beat Clonus uh-huh. in their home pitch, which is a massive advantage, really, to play them in, in their home pitch. They beat Craig Bann, who are regarded as a decent team, maybe not as good as, as Desert Martin were last year from Derry, but were still a good team. Um, and, OK, they, they were fancy to beat Newtown, and they did it as, as favourites should. Mm. But, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe we're biased, but I, I would imagine there's a bit of value on Tremaine there. Yeah, I I imagine that's been pinned up on the wall this week. It was it was uh, Darren Chapman last week. It's it's Paddy Power this week. <laughs> no doubt they'll 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 use it as a as a chip on their shoulder, and rightly so. I I do think that's actually disrespectful of Drumlane yeah. to put them in that short of an odds on it. So, um, yeah, look at we wish the lads the very best of luck. There's full live commentary on Northern Sound uh, from quarter past one from Clonus. So tune in if you if you want to listen into that. But 
if you can at all get down and support the, the sons of O'Connell because it'd be great to have a two in a row Ulster Junior Champions coming from Cavan um, I think it'd be it'd be a statement for Cavan GA if, if it could be done but it's going to have to be one hell of a performance one hell of an effort by the Drumlane boys they're going to have to be at their best to come through this one but at their best I think that they will come through it are you going to give them the nod of confidence or I'm going to have to I can't, I can't go past Drumlane of this one I don't know very much about Stewartstown at all really to be fair only bits and pieces that I've managed to read online so we have to back our own here Damien so we've got to go with Drumlane two of us got to go with it a double, a double thumbs up from, from the We Are Calvin boys don't forget folks if you want to listen to the reaction from Drumlane's semi-final last week you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash We Are Calvin where the diehard service we hear from Kieran Crow midfielder and the manager of the side Martin Dunn and we'll also be previewing Castle Rahan's Ulster Championship semi-final against Cor Duff on the Die Hard service as well um, so you can subscribe to that over on patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin Paul thanks a million for your time thanks a million Devo. and the very best of luck to Drumlane yes it was great yes it was great yes it was great stuff and Larry has put it over the bar it was hard fast football after that you're in Calvin nice are was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Cavan to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe and it's over the lap and Cavan are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Cavan! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah!